The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Lex Talk More Action podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and should not be construed as advice, nor do they necessarily reflect the views of Community Action Council's governing bodies, leadership, or staff, or our funding partners. Community Action Council is a private, nonprofit, and nonpartisan organization. We do not support or endorse any political candidates. This the city's number one podcast. Love the topics, the guests, and all of the contrast. They ain't focus on the views and the traffic. What's the point of shining if no jewels for the masses? We gotta spread the news of our passion. Service is a verb, now that's community action. Yo, everybody, let's talk. Nothing talking ain't enough, so everybody, let's walk. We all want freedom, the eagle and the stars. But the only way to reach it, meet the people where they are. Unity's the only way to fend these atrocities. You and me together can eliminate poverty. And this is just a vessel of expression to make sure we stay on the message of progression. Yes, everybody, let's talk. Bring your ideas and together we walk. Protect our seeds from the poisonous root, and we gotta reach the source and the soul and the root. Yes, everybody, let's talk. We need community action. Together we walk. Together we work it to reduce violence. Speak through the airways. We refuse silence. Let's talk. You are listening to. Let's talk more action. I am Cameron Minter. I am your co-host and Sharon Price. Our host is in the building. What's going on, Sharon? Cam, Cam, glad to be here. All right, excited we've been, today. We 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 ready today. You know, we've been talking about this uh, warm weather. Everybody was talking about. I want warm weather. I want warm weather. Well, it's here. How you feeling about it? Let me tell you something. The last thing I want in my life is warm weather. Really? Le- oh, listen, oh, yeah. All right, yeah, Cameron, yeah. when women get to a certain right, age, right, right, right. You know, it's not. It's not any no, fun. No, it's it's not. <laughs> It's not. If if it's anything over seventy, I'm beginning. I'm having a problem with it. I just wake up with an attitude. Okay, so vacation spots. What are you a beach person? Are you? I love the beach. Okay, I do. I love the beach, but I don't want to get in the water. Like I want to step in the water, but I don't want to submerge my body in the water. I'm kind of with you on that because when Mm -hmm. that sand leaves under your feet and you go to falling and stuff, yeah, falling, falling in the in the ocean. Oh my God, he's a scaredy cat. Oh, I'm not a swimmer. I mean, I'm not. Okay, I can swim, quote unquote. Can't see my air quotes, but I can swim, but not in the ocean. I ain't, I ain't trying to do that in the ocean. Well, I don't mind swimming. I just don't want to submerge my body in the cold water. So, are you I a swimmer? A pro- I can swim. Yes. I mean, can I'm- you swim or can you swim? I can swim. Okay. You're a fish. Yes. I was okay. born on the river. Well, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you would think some of that yeah. would be to your advantage. You would think some of it. Some of it. I mean, just some of it would be, you know, something that you could utilize. You, you know? know, the reason that you love me is because of all of the things I bring with me, Cameron. Let's, yeah. just, let's just be real. <laughs> Don't even bring it you up. Know? I can't believe you brought yeah, that I'm up. Yeah, it all up. Them uh, meat pies that she talk about cooking and enjoying, I ain't never, ever got one. Cameron. Still to this day, not okay. one. okay. On Friday, this mm-hmm. Friday. Don't, it, uh, please don't make another <laughs> promise. Please don't do that. That's not sorry. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Cameron, this Friday. So my daughter invited me. It's her birthday. Mm-hmm. And so she invited me to come and make gumbo and meat pies. <laughs> I love that type of invite. I love yeah, that. Yeah, because she's going to have her guest over later that evening. Okay. And so I'm going to see about making a few extras for you. Okay. 
you know, but that's why you love me, Cameron, because sometimes I just can't keep my word, and that's all right. part of that's it. Right, that's it, that's you it. You know? I'm used to I'm that. I'm doing my best. I'm used to not expecting it, so it will be can't. no no expectations. I can't be let down, so. Well, good. There we go. <laughs> good. Listen, Karen, if I don't cook for my husband, guess what? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a problem. He stole my last meat pie that was saved for me. There was a dozen that was saved for you and Gwen. And when I came home, I forgot to bring them to work that day. And when I came home, all of them were gone. Gone. Yeah. Okay. I said, well, those were Cameron's. And, That's he not just, that and my husband just laughed about it, Cameron. <laughs> he, wasn't, he didn't care at all. He didn't care at all. No. He was like, ha, 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 ha. that was funny. <laughs> yeah. But look, let's not delay. Let's not. We got let's move on in the house we, we've today. We've got to move on from here. <laughs> yes, we do. Don't because I don't want to give you any unrealistic. I know that's right. Let's get our guest in the Who's on? Anything? Who's on the show hey, today? One of our longtime friends, John Parker, the executive director of Aval. Welcome. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. This is a special day for you. Yes. Tell it us. Is. You've this been is, talking uh, about it all day. Today is National HIV Testing Day, and Aval's mission is to uh, end HIV for good. And so um, we really focus today on HIV testing throughout the community. It's a national move uh, today. Uh, we're partnering with Walgreens all day. And so there's just testing going on and we're giving out gift cards. Do you have cards to have appointments or no, anything like walk that? No, walk in over Walgreens and uh, testing is free. It lasts less than a minute. And people have their results, and uh, we take care of you. How are we doing on reducing the number of people that have HIV? We have done a lot of great work in the advancement of medical care and medications for people living with HIV, so much so that a person who's living with HIV who's well on their way to medical uh, compliance, they have so little virus in their body that they can't give it to another person. That's awesome. That's amazing. So yes. we're, I mean, that is a huge advance. We have the ability to test people in less than a minute uh, and get the results That's back. major. Mm. So, you know, I remember back in the day, yeah, HIV tests, sometimes it took two weeks to get the results. Now we get it less than a minute. So getting people um, aware of their HIV status is important. Uh, one in seven people living with HIV don't know they have it. Mm. Wow. What should you look for? If, you won't is there know anything? because you live with it for like 10 years before you ever start to get sick. Wow. So you have to be, if you're a person who's been at some sort of risk, and we're talking about sexual risk, or we're talking about someone who might share needles if they're a drug user, um, you have to know your, your risk and you need to routinely test. And so places like Aval provide HIV testing for free. And um, we get people tested and rocking and rolling with uh the information they need to reduce their risk, the supplies they need, condoms, bleach kits, get them uh, referred to the syringe exchange program at the health department. Um, and then if a person is positive, we get them immediately over to the University of Kentucky Bluegrass Care Clinic to get on their road to good health. And that's, wow. uh, listen, good health is what we all want, Absolutely, right? because uh, there was a huge um, stigma with, with HIV and all of that mm -hmm. um, Still, a lot of stigma around people's perception of the quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes too. Mm -hmm. I love air uh, quotes. We love air quotes, quotes around here. Uh, the per the type of person who gets HIV, which is not true. HIV doesn't care who they mm -hmm. infect. It's anyone. What are some of the myths we need to know? You know, LGBT people. Um, you know, trans people. There's these myths that oh, they're the only ones that get it, but straight people get 
HIV. It's just a matter of what your risk is. And right. so um, people, all people need to be aware of it. And I say routinely test to your situation. So if you're somebody who's, you know, in a lot of risk, do it every three months. If you're somebody not so much, but every now and then, um, you know, maybe once a year, maybe, you know, keep checking in with your health. But it's always a good thing to check in with your health in other ways. We go to the doctor more often now and get blood tests and, you know, they check on things. Um, but the other thing we do, too, at AVOL, which I think is a great connection with community action and the community action movement, is housing because we believe housing you, is health care. Yes, <laughs> and you guys just had a big celebration. We, did, we, we built a building with 26 apartments. Wow. And those apartments are available to people who are medically vulnerable, not just HIV, but other things as well. And we know that people who are stably housed, permanently housed, are much uh, better able to attend to their health care, stay compliant with their medications so that they can live healthy lives. We believe housing is a key factor in keeping people healthy. Well, and, you know, I've got to agree with you on that because mm -hmm. if you don't feel, if you don't have a safe place to be, you know, every, everything else is going to just kind of be wherever it yeah. is. You know, I always say you can't get well without a roof over your head. Yeah. And and that's for, you know, even with families and, and the health of our kids and everything you all do with early childhood and all that. So it's all part of a bigger continuum. And I spent a little bit of time at Community Action. Yes, you did. Yes, we were did. talking now, look, about yeah. it. Okay. John hired me. What year was that, Cameron? That was on six. <laughs> that was. Was uh, it really? Yeah. Wow, that was just before I left. Yeah, I, I know. Left in 07. Yeah. Now, when you left Community Action, did you go to AVOL? No, I went to United Way. To United um, Way. I was at United Way for eight years. What were you doing there? I was in charge of grant writing and program building, uh, 211 information and uh -huh. referral. And then we did also the, the grant allocations out to the partner agencies. And so I was there for eight years and had a great time. And then the position at AVOL came open. And I was just kind of in the mood to do something else. I didn't know that I would. But I was find kind of in the mood. I was in the mood. <laughs> in the mood. I don't know quite what it is. I didn't know I would fall in love with it like I did. And so eight years later, at a, at Aval, I mean, the I just feel like we've been blessed. We, we we've had so many opportunities come our way. We've got great partnerships in the community. Community Action's one of those. Um, we being able to build the buildings to house people. We have a new office. Elton John bought us a van that we could Yay! go around. And, you know, we, we, we could drive around and test people in neighborhoods or in eastern Kentucky. Um, there's just a lot um, that has happened over the last eight years that I just feel like has been a great opportunity for AVOL, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Um, that We have a great board and a great staff, and everybody really comes together. But, you know, I really learned how to be a community person at Community Action because I started here in 94. Actually, was doing HIV work. A community Action had an HIV prevention program in 1994, and they hired me as the director. It was called the PEAK program. I remember. I, and yeah. we I, don't, doing, I don't remember. I remember <laughs> seeing pictures. We yeah. were doing outreach to people in eastern Kentucky and Lexington, uh, who were injecting drug users, and I did that for a couple years, and then I got into grant writing, and Jack and Mary Twitty, they taught me some great stuff, and I really learned some skills and um, had such a wonderful time, um, but I couldn't have done what I did at United Way or at AVOL had I not 
been well trained in community action. Well, you know, I think I, th- I think it's all about the journey, right? Yeah. Because we don't just wake up and end up where we are. No. You know, because uh, I, I think back, John, and this is we're going off topic here a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. I, yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. But I think back about some of the things along the way, and I was like, I should not have done that. Yeah, sure. I wish that I would have ended that earlier. I should have started this sooner. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Had it not been for all of those things mm-hmm. along the way, you today wouldn't be. It wouldn't be, be ready. You know, yeah, it, yeah, it and, wouldn't be the same. And experiences that you have that you really feel bad about or something because it was like didn't feel good at the time, you think back, I'm like, yeah, well, I'm stronger now. You right. Know? Right. really great. So anyway, I love community action. I'm, I... I'm so you're out no, there. You, look, you're out there having uh, city walks and yeah, everything. Yeah, we do uh, an annual AIDS walk, and it's always gets better every year. Um, it's really an opportunity to raise awareness about HIV in the community and bring people together. This year, we had our first ever uh, health fair that went with it, um, and then of course, it's a fundraiser for AVOL, so we always do really well there. And then we do dining out for life in September, which is a partnership with. 50 to 70 local restaurants where people just go and dine out and the restaurants donate a portion of the proceeds that day to AVOL. So we always do really well with that. But more than it being a fundraiser, it's always a great platform to get the word out about HIV and HIV testing and housing and everything else that goes with that. Our goal is to end HIV for good. Um, that means I want you to put yourself out of a job. Yes, exactly. Well, that's why and we're really, hire you back. Right, exactly. And that's why we're getting into housing because housing is healthcare will always be needed. So mm-hmm. we can't wait to really corner that HIV thing, but we're always going to be around to provide the services that are needed at the time. And so how many units do you guys have at the new apartment at complex? At the new apartment complex is 26 single bedroom apartments. We also have a seven bedroom uh, facility over off Richmond Road where we have people who are more medically um have there we have round the clock nursing there okay and so we have that facility as well um and then we have a lot of what they call tenant-based rental assistance uh scattered all over the, the community sites, yeah. yeah and we have case managers that work with everybody to try to keep the goal is to keep people from getting evicted keep them you know thriving in their housing what resources do you need can we help bridge something can we help make it more affordable you know let's keep it going affordability yeah oh my god look i mean sometimes if we can help you with your utilities <laughs> you can have more money to yes. pay rent. that's I mean, how you're it is doing all this kind of you know i'm moving my hands around but um it's it's a it's a fascinating thing but it's really frustrating sometimes when you kind of think shouldn't we just provide this you know what i mean like everybody deserves to be housed you know what are we gonna do well you know i was talking to my daughter and she is she comes hard on like everything she comes hard and you know we were talking about housing last night and so i did just a you know a google search average rent for one bedrooms in Lexington, which was twelve seventy, average rent for two bedrooms in Lexington was fifteen forty, yeah. and I was like, she, you know, this it was an eye opener. Right. That is, that doesn't feel affordable it's to not me. Not affordable. And then you put utilities on top of that, which are just going up. Which you all do a lot about utilities. I want to get like solar on everything right <laughs> but that's, that's expensive. expensive that's expensive because <laughs> i had them come by the house i did the the, the 
background research on getting solar in some places, and I was like, well, by the time you put the solar in, you've not really saved anything. You haven't so, saved anything. Yeah. It's, ex- it's, yeah. it's, it's expensive. Yeah, it's they expensive. wanted a 30-year loan. I was like, no, thank yeah. you. I just signed I wish one. I could, but no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I'm, now I'm betting on my life extension. <laughs> hey, we're going to go, and we're going to take a quick commercial break. You're listening to Let's Talk More Action. This past year has highlighted the strength of Community Action Council. Every day, our staff works together to help families recover from this crisis. We're educating children at home and in person, helping parents who lost their jobs, and helping households avoid eviction. Our work at Community Action Council has never been more important than it is right now. So why don't you join us? We have employment opportunities requiring a range of skills from entry level to advanced. Apply online at commaction.org. That's commaction.org. Children love Head Start, and you will too. Community Action Council's Prep Academies are hiring now. Head Start is an early childhood education program for children from birth to age five. Help us give more children the Head Start advantage. Patrons, what are you waiting for? Join our team of dedicated education professionals. Apply online today at comaction.org. What are you waiting for? You're listening to Lex Talk More Action. We have John Parker with Aval in the house today. And you've been very busy. Yes. You continue to be very busy. <laughs> Thank goodness. Right yeah, now, right. you know, that, that means that you still got a job, right? Job. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a job, but they're doing some amazing things. Amazing you guys work. are working with testing, in-home testing. Yeah. How does that work? Well, so uh, in Kentucky, up until recently, it was a felony to pass out a test that someone could do in their home or to purchase a test. And we weren't able to do that. We're in other parts of the country that's part of normal programming now. Uh, so we were able to advocate with the legislature to get that changed. And so effective Thursday, which is the 29th of June, uh, it will now be legal for ABOL to be able to distribute home test kits. So now, come on, let's be real. We've all been testing ourselves for COVID. Right. Let's get little modern here and Avol will be always available if you take one of those home tests and you have questions or even if you want us to be on the phone with you while you do it walk you through it we can walk you through it save everybody some time but what i always say it doesn't matter where you test as long as you get tested and so that's one more tool in the tool toolbox it's one more opportunity and for somebody who appreciates their privacy and doesn't want to you know that may be a better option they so where do, they, where do you get the test from well aval has a, a short supply right now but we're working on resources to be able to buy them because we want to give them for free you can buy them in the store or even on like amazon or whatever and it's like 30 bucks for a test so it's kind of steep um wow but we're trying to find ways to get them into the community for free. And we've got about, as of today, we have about 150 that we're immediately going to be able to start distributing on Thursday. Um, but we have a long way to go in developing those resources. There are CDC grants that will fund local programs for home testing. So we're going to certainly be going after one of those when we get the chance. 
Uh, but shout out to the Fairness Campaign in Louisville. They kind of led the effort uh, in the legislature to get that change. And there was some really uh, bipartisan support for this. And it was it was a nice, it was a tough year at the legislature. But this was one of the bright spots. So what do you think that was an issue? Now I'm asking your opinion. Uh, you mean as far as the testing? Being able to so the it, test. it was written at a time when there was no home testing. So the only test that existed when it was written was the full blood test, which was a two-week wait. So there was no way that anybody was going to be taking that blood test and doing it at home. You need a phlebotomist for that. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I can only imagine that they were forward-thinking and were thinking things like, well, people shouldn't be alone when they get a positive test result. Or they should be in some sort of there's you know pre-counseling and post-test counseling that happens if you come into a place like AVOL. And you may not get that if you're doing that at home. But that's why we say, you know, we have options. We have Zoom. We have phone calls. Well, we can yeah, connect the pandemic kind of opened up everything and said, you, know, you all really are living in a box. A lot. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, we, we're responsible for, like, eastern Kentucky, too. And there's places in eastern Kentucky it takes three hours to get to. Mm-hmm. So if you have one test and it takes you three hours to get there, it might be a better option to mail the test. When you get the test, give us a call. We'll be on the call with you, and we'll take it from there. Mm-hmm. Is the test a swab? What's the test like? So the, the in-home test is a saliva swab, which is is considered a screening test. So if that's a positive, um, you would need to then do a confirmatory. The test we do in our office is a blood test, and that is considered the the, the prime type of test. And the confirmatory process is a little bit easier with that. But certainly a screening option is making it a little bit more accessible for people who have great distances to, to go to get a test. And uh, we're just happy about it. I mean, we're, when COVID hit, we were not able to do live person-to-person testing for mm. a period of time. Yeah. We're like, what can we do? And I'm like, let's buy kits and mail them to people and do it over the phone. And I this is just like common quickly, sense yeah, thing, right? But I quickly Ooh, learned the, it would be a felony. <laughs> John, <laughs> John Parker. Stop. <laughs> and then I'm like, Herald well, leader John Parker was in like, jail. Think they'd really put me in jail. <laughs> I mean, I'm a good person. Right. You know? Just trying to help people <laughs> over here. Yeah. So it was a very odd situation, but I think that everybody, you know, saw the logic in that change. And it may not have been brought up yet. You know, it may not have been... It took COVID for us to realize, and then it was like, well, now we're testing at home for COVID. People can figure it out. It's the same kind of test. It's a two-line thing. Right. You know, so it's that same modality, and why not? Well, and and I think that people are stronger and smarter than <laughs> sometimes, you know. We keep using these air quotes. Yeah, but, but, yes. but, but it goes back to what we said at the beginning of the show. Some of the things that we went through that were not good, that were painful, that, yeah. that we wish we never gone through has True. changed us for the better. Absolutely. I mean, I remember my first COVID test that came back <laughs> positive. Right. I'm a repeat COVID person. Mm-hmm. Um, I was petrified right i was like oh my gosh this is awful and i can understand that i can understand it other kinds of tests as well exactly i can see that too when i took my covid test while swabbed did everything i'm waiting like this yeah (laughs) right (laughs) please and and i I think it all pans back to the fear of not knowing and you know yeah. it was the same fear when um, AIDS and and uh, yes. HIV hit. Mm-hmm. The fear of not knowing how to treat this caused hysteria. Yeah, 
I was grateful in the COVID pandemic, and I was an early adopter of COVID, um, that the health department called me every day and checked in with how I was doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like that's the same thing we would do with someone who tests positive on a home test kit. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, how's it going? What do you need? Can I go with you to your appointments? You know, I mean, that's what we do. That's what nonprofits do in our community and communities across the country. Um, it's a great place to be. Yeah, it is. And so if somebody out there is listening and they may be thinking they might need a test and they're not sure, sure if they do, what what do they need to so do? So org is our website and all the information they need to access information from us is out there. Just contact us. We can either get you completely in, confidential, totally confidential. Um, we can also do anonymous. That means you come in and you don't tell us a thing. Um, confidential gives us the ability to follow up with you, uh, but it's your choice. Um, in Kentucky, you can be confidential or anonymous either way. Um, I like that actually. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people choose confidential because they want a they want a reminder. Like you said you wanted another test in 6 months, so it's 6 months. Here you go. We're open, Wasn't you it know. Before it was like um uh the the without the medication, it was easily transferable yes. and and it became a pandemic in in its own right. Correct. Yes. And and early on, I mean you had a lot of very sick people right. who needed a lot more care than what we have today. A lot of people today who are HIV positive never get sick. Mm -hmm. I mean, they get their health under control and medicated and they stay healthy and they don't get sick, sick like we were seeing 20, 30 years ago. Um, so everything's changed. But, um, you know, part of it's emotional, you know, it's like, I need a friend. Aval's a friend to many. Uh, Sometimes we're the only place people have to turn mm -hmm. because we don't judge and we try to really cater to people who may feel marginalized and kind of don't feel connected. I mean, we're, we're an LGBT organization that was created to serve everyone. And we're very proud of that. It's a real legacy uh, to be able to serve in that capacity. And we just really enjoy being connected. Well, and not just being connected, but the community really trusts the work that you all are yes. doing, you know, because they know yes. that they know yeah. that when they go to AVOL, um, they're not going to hear about it anywhere else. They're going to get the support that they need and or that they're searching for. That, that we're not going to judge you because of the things you do. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, it's cool. We all have done our things, you know. I mean, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, we just try to just roll with it. And we, we also do a lot of, in... Uh, the way of what we call empowerment programming. But for many people, it's just socialization, opportunities to get together and meet other people and enjoy a, a meal or a movie or something together. And, but uh, you know that's great because you, yeah. you don't realize how many people don't have that. When mm -hmm. you have something, yeah. it's not an issue for you. That's right. That's it's a point right. of privilege, actually. Some months we'll be like, well, we don't have a speaker or something like that. And we're like, it's okay. We'll just get together and eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a common language. Everybody's right. going to get together and we're going to eat over here. Exactly. And people have really responded to it and want to come back. And we're excited to just have the new space to be able to work in. We've got a community garden now. We've got another acre mm. that nothing is on. But it, what are you going to do with it, that? I I can't build on it because it's a it's a floodplain. Okay. But I'd like to see us do like maybe some walking trails and some uh, like 
native plants and beauty. Arboretum. Yeah, maybe a mini arboretum, that type of thing. So it's it's beautiful back there. We have uh, wildlife back there, and um, I just feel like we've been blessed with this little parcel of land that's inside New Circle, where you don't see too many like four acres of you know beautiful Greenland. area. Right, right. But the the building itself is called Stonewall Terrace, um, and we have stonework built into all the buildings, so it really lives up to that name. So the if somebody wanted to apply how would they apply so on our website avolkway.org there's a page for stonewall terrace with all the information we have a long waiting list though (laughs) because people want to live there i mean it's new that's great we provide washer and dryer that's a big deal because we feel like that's important Uh i mean you to me if you're talking about health and you're talking about um sustainable living and you know the amount of time a person has to take to go to the laundromat mm-hmm. can just take away from the things they're trying to accomplish in life. So let's give them washer and dry. And that's a, that's a big seller right there. So yeah. when people move in, is there a certain length of time that they can that they can stay or you can move in and stay as long as you stay want? Stay forever. Okay. Yeah. We're, um, we're affordable housing. We uh, have like, I think it was 60% of median income. Mm-hmm. I'm not real good at the charts. 60% AMI. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. <laughs> uh, but um, so you have to qualify. But um, yeah, you can stay as long as you want. The utilities are included. So if somebody wanted to volunteer, what kind of what uh, kinds yeah. of things do you guys need volunteers for? So we have everything from like supply packing type activities. We have um, times when we need people to be greeters at our building, like people come in for testing. We need people out front. We need health educators who are willing to go to things like health fairs and festivals and pride and, and kind of represent AVOL. We provide training. Um We have, uh, some people have actually gone to the lengths of being certified to do HIV testing, and we have volunteers who do that. Wow. Um, We just have uh, outdoor things, if you want to do outdoor things. Well, and what if somebody (laughs) says, hey, I don't really know what I want to do, but I want to help. Come in and chat, and we'll have a discussion about what we have to offer and what what might be a good match. We do quarterly or uh, volunteer orientation, so you have that opportunity. And um, sometimes you may not know yet, but you can go ahead and get your orientation done and then kind of wait for that right opportunity. Aval, you guys, <laughs> if you need testing, if you need support, call them up or go on in. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. John Just Parker, thank you. Yeah, I'll give you a cup of coffee. Welcome you. Yeah. Listen, I love coffee. I love it. I'm always looking for that cup of coffee, Cam. Oh. Thanks, John, for being on the show. Oh, it's a pl- thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's been a Have real good show. <laughs> And we will. (laughs) (laughs) You have been listening to Let's Talk More Action.